I don't know about you, but nothing gets me more excited than getting the latest edition of Domestic Violent Extremist Monthly. And we got the latest edition, just came in, hot off the press, March 11, 2022, and it's a good one. We're talking about domestic violent extremism. They did an internal review over there at the Department of Homeland Security, and they've got some findings and some recommendations, and they did a deep dive of their own workforce because... They certainly don't want any of these DVEs rooting around the offices there at the Department of Homeland Security. And so we're going to take a look at exactly what is happening here. You can see the table of contents gives us a little bit of background brought to you by the guy that you see at the airports, Department of Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas down here. He is the person who is you know, running this organization, part of the Biden administration. And this is the contents that is a part of this summary. It's about 20 pages in total. You can see here, they give us some background. They're telling us they've got a little bit of a domestic violent extremist activity within the DHS workforce. You can see that here. And so they're going to give us some recommendations and we'll go through some of these briefly. It is 20 pages. We'll just clip through some of the most pertinent findings from our very esteemable Department of Homeland Security, keeping us safe and secure here at home. Here's the executive summary. It says, at Secretary Mayorkas's direction, you can see him here, cross-departmental working group of senior officials came together to work on this project. And so that's what they're saying here. This big group of senior officials got their heads together and they wanted to come up with solutions to how to prevent, detect, and respond to these types of claims, these DVE claims, happening here in the United States. And so they created this thing called a working group of all the most sophisticated, enlightened people over there. And so they consulted with several intra-agency partners during this review, and here's what we came up with. The working group found very few instances where their own workforce was engaged in DVE. But apparently there were some. So they've got some concerns there because, you know, very few is not all. Apparently they identified some groups or some employees that were involved in some of this. They say the working group assessed the department has significant gaps, even though there were very few employees actually involved. There are some pretty big, significant gaps. There are some people who might be you know, kind of getting a little bit too close to this DVE activity. And so they got to nudge them back into Total, absolute compliance. It says these gaps the department is working with urgency to close may have impacted the DHS ability to adequately unidentify the threats. So because of this gap, some of these, you know, maybe insurrectionists or MAGA lovers or whatever might have, you know, worked their way into their offices. And so here are some of the problems. They say, look, Homeland Security we got to rectify some of these things. We are lacking an official definition of a domestic violent extremist. Like, what does it mean? We don't know what it means. They don't know what it means. Nobody knows what it means. And I thought always that was kind of the point of this whole thing was to say that it is kind of whatever anybody who wants it to mean, whatever they want it to mean, can use it however they want to use it for whatever they want it to mean. It's kind of the whole point of this thing. Domestic violent extremist. And we heard of domestic violence and people say, oh, well, that's really a serious thing. That requires law enforcement to be involved and what's it, what's extremism. We don't like that and we don't like domestic violence and we don't like violence in general and we smash all these words together and now we've got a really big problem and certainly who can solve that? Well, the federal government can. Department of Homeland Security should probably be working with the FBI and the Justice Department to create some little, you know, Justice Department cells so that they can go 
and deploy their national police force. Oh, oh, they were already doing that. I forgot. A lack of workforce training specific to identifying and reporting violent extremist activity. So they're reporting mechanisms and the procedures that are supposed to be in place for them to tattletale on each other is now going to be uh, identified and rectified. A lack of specialized training for those best situated to identify these DVEs and these types of activities. There's no centralized interoperable case management system, you know, for reporting and for sharing mechanisms. So it's like, hey, if you say, hey, you know, there's that weird guy, Rob, over there in the back there in the corner. He's always listening to this YouTube show or something. Is that a red flag? Like, should we be concerned about that? And well, they don't know. They don't really know what that means or how to identify whether he is a DVE or not. And if they do identify him, how do they keep track of this? Like, is there a spreadsheet where they say this guy's an insurrectionist? He voted for Trump. I don't know. You know, it's very complicated. But now one of the recommendations is going to be, certainly, that we have a case management system to share all of our DVE activity and information from different agencies so that we can keep tabs on these people. And of course, well, they've got insufficient funding. Mm, yeah, so they need more money to support their DHS insider threat program. Well, of course, that is always necessary when you're dealing with the feds. Here's a little bit more background on where this uh, is coming from. They say, listen, America, every day, rest assured, the 250,000 Department of Homeland Security personnel work round the clock, hard, day and night to ensure the safety and the security of our communities. <sighs> well, I feel better. I was going to sleep uh, a little bit nervously tonight, but not anymore. It says executing their critical mission requires dedication, honor, and blah, blah. Domestic violence extremism, as they write, poses one of the most significant terror-related threats to the United States. And so, you know, that first paragraph might have been a little bit more meaningful if the second paragraph, you know, was actually more connected to reality, I'd say. But domestic violent extremism, I, I still, we still, you know, we're almost two years into this administration, we're working well, our way well into the second year. And now we're, we're still having some questions about defining this. And as we're going to see, they can't even define it. So how is it the biggest terrorist threat to the United States if they don't even really know what it is? Here it says in February 2021, in recognition of the gravity of the threat, which nobody has still defined, Secretary Mayorkas designated for the first time, for the first time, domestic violent extremism as a national priority area. And this was in FEMA grant programs, increased law enforcement training, partnerships through DVE threat assessment and management programs. DHS renewed its commitment at every single level along the way. It says here to this end, January 2021, they issued more than 95 intelligence products, more than 95 intelligence products related to DVEs, including the NTAS bulletin and many other bulletins that highlight the aspects of the threats posed by the DVEs throughout the United States. So making it the highlight, it's the centerpiece of the Department of Homeland Security moving forward under Mayorkas said that, yeah, for the first time ever, we're going to say that the threat to the homeland is sort of within the homeland. Well, that's very convenient. Gives him a whole bunch of additional opportunities to go and gobble up more power through these new joint partnerships, through these new, as you can see here, intelligence products, connecting of data. And we're going to see a focus on their own employees and many Americans, the domestic violent extremist. It goes on. It says, in April 2021, shortly after Joe Biden took office, says a message to the DHS workforce went out. Mayorkas, he is at the helm now. He says, 
ladies and gentlemen of Homeland Security. I am your fearless leader. He says, we must be vigilant in our efforts to identify and combat domestic violent extremism within both the broader community and our own organization. As we recall, some of these people were there from the Trump administration. And we all know that according to this administration and many people in this political wing, that Donald Trump was an insurrectionist who wanted to seize America. And if he had any comrades there, co-insurrectionists, conspirators, then they could potentially undermine America. And they've got to go too. So they have to start by cleansing and purging from within. That started right there on April 26th. Secretary further emphasized that violent extremism has no place at DHS. And of course, this is right after January 6th. Everybody is on high alert. Everything that we're hearing about is all related to the end of America. And we're still hearing about that much uh, now further down the line. This responded to the department to immediately begin a review on how best to prevent, detect, and respond to domestic violent extremism threats within DHS. In response, working group was chartered, and this is what they came up with. Six objectives. What did they want to do? learn about how to respond to threats from the DVEs, identify gaps when dealing with these things, develop guidance for identifying and responding. Methods need to be identified to detect. How do you identify and root out, tease out these threats? Develop communication, prevent and combat this activity, and identify different resources and personalities to go and... uh, root out the violent extremist activity. The key bit of this whole analysis, of course, is the current threat landscape. You can see this is the entire section that we really want to pay attention to because we are asking ourselves, what is the definition of a DVE, of domestic violent extremism? And here we're going to start to see that they're going to add a little bit of meat to those bones. Here it tells us the current threat landscape is as follows. A March 2021 unclassified threat assessment, which we probably covered. There are a lot of these that we've talked about. Noted that domestic violent extremists, quote, who are motivated by a range of ideologies and galvanized by recent political and societal events in the U.S. pose an elevated threat to the homeland in 2021. Yeah, pretty sure we did read that one. The assessment pointed to newer, quote, sociopolitical developments. Mm, Here it is, such as narratives of the F word in recent general events, the emboldening of the impact of the breach of the Capitol and conditions rate related to the vid. Oh no. As well as conspiracy theories promoting violence that will quote, almost certainly spur some DVEs to try to engage in violence this year. So it's all the stuff that you really can't talk about, you know, in really any of these social platforms, everywhere you go, you get struck or banned. I have been uh, thrown off several platforms and it's all because of these little areas that you just can't, encroach upon. Here you can see that these might make you a DVE. If you talk about the election, if you talk about anything about the pandemic now, it's just a little bit too close to the line. If you even engage in some conversations about global uh, conflict in a way that the social media companies or the big tech platforms don't like, you can be in trouble. And it may not even be because they have anything to say about it. It's because the U.S. government is now categorizing people 
who engage in conspiracy theories. Now here they have this quotation here, conspiracy theories promoting violence. So they have a modifier there. We'll see how long that lasts, how long that modifier stays until they just sort of uh, delete that and just say, oh, now it's conspiracy theories. You know, now it's anybody who is supporting uh, any counter narrative is uh, working for the enemy, as we're seeing when we're talking about old Vladimir and many others. So we can see that this is the current context and we know sort of what they're talking about now. Uh, pandemic, conspiracy theories related to violence, violent breaches at the Capitol, uh, narratives of fraud. We've got, uh, okay, so you see how this goes. All right, well, what are they gonna do about it? We just learned from them previously that they've got to purge this out of their workforce. Otherwise, those Trump leftovers might bring down America. Here you can see that here's what the working group found, and we've got some recommendations about what needs to happen next. Recommendation number one, and I agree with this recommendation. I mean, if you're going to be you know, kind of a, a dictatorial agency that decides to turn its authority upon its own citizenry or subjects, well, then you, you, you should have your definitions clear just as a matter of administrative efficiency. I mean, honestly, you know, if you don't know what the definition is, how do you get all of your little minions to go and enforce the rules if they don't even know what the rules are? So you got to get clear on this stuff. And the working group is like, hey, Mayorkas, listen, if you want this to work, you got to get clear on your terms, buddy boy. Here's what they say. Recommendation number one, adopt a consistent definition of domestic violent extremists, which is like obvious. Nobody knows what it means. So it's the first recommendation. You better get that clear. You said it was going to be the biggest crux of uh, sort of your domestic policy of your entire entire policy for Homeland Security, the biggest issue. You don't even know what it means. Neither does your working group or the rest of the people at your agency. Well, better fix that. It says you got to come up with descriptions of dis violent extremist activity and you got to integrate that into DHS policies and guidance. Otherwise, look, nobody knows what they're doing. We're running around here, you know, like... Eh, we'll just leave it. Well, domestic D Department of Homeland Security here says has not adopted an authoritative definition of DVEs. Don't even know what it means. Can't even be incorporated into anything. While multiple lists of indicators currently exist throughout the federal government, there is no definitive list of behaviors that may be indicators that can be incorporated into policies and guidance. We have no idea what it means is what they're saying. There is a need for clear policy and guidance regarding what actually constitutes violent extremist activity for both officials and employees charged with reviewing these types of cases. The working group concluded that a directive would be necessary to provide further clarity and guidance on what to do with all this stuff. So it's a good recommendation, right? If you're going to give somebody a task, they need to have some instructions on how to execute that task. And here... They don't have any clarity. Well, uh, neither do we. Re recommendation number two, you can see here, they want to adopt a list of DHS approved, uh, a DHS approved list of behaviors. Oh, that may be indicators of domestic violent extremism. Oh, yeah. So it's like, all right, we need a checkbox, checkbox, checkbox list of all the different red flags that somebody can just refer to and keep on their person and just go around and say, I wonder who. Well, what's your opinion on uh, the upcoming election, sir? Oh, okay, very good. And just give a checkbox on that one and then go turn that to your superior once you know what YouTube channel or podcast they're listening to. 
So once we have, once we know what domestic violent extremism is, once they define that for us, then they're going to be able to give us a list of the behaviors that might be indicators of red flags of DVEs. And then they're going to adopt a prove, a, a, an approved list of those behaviors. And then they're going to just pass that around to everybody else. You know, like if you listen to, I don't know, Alex Jones or like a Steve Bannon or somebody like that. Are you a DVE? I don't know. The working group develop a list of proposed indicators. Be very curious to see what those are. To develop this list, they reviewed existing terrorism indicators found in other documents, which is uh, sounds about exactly right. We have our fourth recommendation, which is really the third recommendation and the final one that we'll cover here today, is that once they have a definition of what a DVE is, once they know what those red flags are, well, recommendation number four, of course, You've got to incorporate this into everything. You've got to take it into Department of Homeland Security and just beat it into everybody's head until they take it as gospel and it becomes the policy to the core. It says the working group found that currently have no specialized training for employees charged with personal vetting on how to identify these things. Nobody knows how to even look for this stuff. There is no online repository of materials that is related to detecting, responding, and preventing this type of stuff on the DHS website. We need like a wiki up there. DHS does not have a standardized method to emphasize the importance of reminding employees of their obligations to adhere to the policies. And current DHS training does not include courses that address the threats that DVEs could pose to the DHS mission, and any new training should include what constitutes violent extremist activities and the threats and more importantly, how to report the individuals engaged in this violent extremist activity. And so listen, look, you can always say, you know, a big organization is going to need you know, some filters and some guidance and some North Stars and some compasses to help their team stay on mission and achieve the goals and the vision of the organization and to protect the homeland or to build the best widget or to run the, less, the best law firm. And we think about how to incentivize and motivate our teams and fight for a cause and go out there and do the best work we can, live the best lives we can to fulfill our mission, our purpose, and our values. And here we're listening to what kind of sounds like that, maybe, but it's kind of different when it's coming from the government and it's coming from the government on behalf of a particular ideology and they're identifying certain types of conduct that normally would be allowed to be discussed in an open and free society, things about elections, things about public policy regarding public crisis. All of these things were things that we used to, in my opinion, or my, I thought at least, be able to talk about. Now they're being recategorized into different buckets of DVEs and they're even having difficulty defining what it means themselves, but they're about to police the hell out of us as a result of these new rules. So don't we deserve to know what they mean before these things start to be implemented and start to take effect? I certainly think so. And it doesn't feel right that the United States government is doing it to their own employees, sort of stepping over their own values or the values of America in order to execute their duties of protecting the homeland by rooting out people with whom they have political disagreements. Or am I off base on this? What do you think about this? Let me know what you think down in the comments below. And don't forget to subscribe before you get on out of here because I look forward to seeing you on the next one.